Hey friend, welcome back to the Alex Makes VR podcast. That's right, dropping another bonus episode in the middle of the day. What is going on? I felt inspired. I've been hearing from a lot of you over the last week about this particular subject. So I thought that I would just, whilst I was feeling inspired and energised, just drop a quick episode while I remembered. Um, The episode is going to be about tears. Not tears as in... (laughs) crying tears, but tears, T-I-E-R-S. When you are pitching for new work, how to tear your proposition. I feel like that word doesn't sound right, but anyway, um, how to tear your proposition so that you make it as appealing as possible for clients because you're giving them options. I'm going to be diving into all of that in just a second, but before I do... I want to hear from you. I've heard from so many of you and that's what's kind of inspired me to do this episode. So please, please reach out. Just let me know where you're at. Let me know what you're doing right now. Are you just starting out? Are you just playing with your 360 camera? Are you just looking at this world? Or are you a bit further along? Have you started contacting potential clients? Are you in that next phase of... um? you know, building and getting more clients, working with new team members. Let me know where you're at in your journey because I want to hear from you. I want to see like you progress. So reach out to me, AlexMakesVR on Instagram and Twitter. Um, You can also sign up for my newsletter where I will be sharing in future my templates for things like this, what I'm about to talk about, pitching templates, script templates, all of that jazz. So sign up for the newsletter, AlexMakesVR.com. Okay, let's dive in then. Okay, let me start from the beginning. When you're pitching for work, sometimes you will have clients that have a very, very, very specific idea of what they want. And there might not be a need to tear your pitch. But more often than not, you go into a situation and your client has this problem whether it be they want to get more sales or they need to train their staff more effectively or they want to do a big marketing piece, a big splashy innovation, um, you know, doing something differently. So they've kind of come to you because they want, you know, they see VR or 360 as this new innovative thing that they could be doing. They've got a problem that they want you to solve. So they don't actually know what the solution is. That's your job. They just know that they have a problem. So it's your job to take that solution and present it to them in a way that takes into a few considerations, things like timelines, budgets, um, if it's like a slightly potentially could be quite a big thing, like a VR training series, potentially you want to start like small and then grow. Like basically you want to take into consideration the fact that you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. You won't know their budget necessarily. You won't know their time frame. So by offering options, you're giving yourself your best opportunity to land that work, but you're also showing your client that you are flexible and you understand that although they want this problem solving, there are other factors at play that will decide um, how they want to go about it. So for example, if let's give the example of like the training, just because it's the easiest. 
if a company really wants to solve the problem of they need more engaged trainees, they need to scale um, quicker, they've got, you know, multiple bases and they, they rather than sending a trainer to host these little sessions with 30 people at a time or rather than just having an e-learning platform, they want to do something innovative they want something that's going to really get them results they've they've come to you because or you found them because they're they're interested in VR so by pitching them three different tiers and the reason it's three is because there's like sales psychology around the fact that if you offer three options generally speaking most people the majority of people will go for the middle option don't know why there's just been loads of studies in that and people don't like things that are really cheap because they see it they kind of have a certain expectation of that most people don't like the uh, the things that are really expensive because you know they have a certain expectation of that but people like to sit in the middle because it feels safe so three options so in this scenario with this 360 training um it might be that the middle option let's say that the starter option might be a very simple piece to camera 360 video um, and you'll supply them with you know one VR headset so it's a very very basic prototype MVP which stands for minimum viable product it's a very very small little thing that they could use to test the waters now chances are they're not going to get incredible results with that and you need to make them aware of that you need to set that expectation but it's an option if they want to dip their toe into how on earth they could roll out VR infrastructurally like having the resource to actually be able to um you know have someone that knows how to use the VR headsets or fitting it into an existing training program maybe you start super small and it's like one uh, actor or one person that they choose that is delivering the training as a piece to camera um which is where basically they're like a presenter they're just talking to camera um, and the benefits of that you could position as, well, you're still going to increase focus because it's going to feel like that person is in the room with that person. You're still going to save yourself um, some money because previously you would have had to pay that actor or that person, that trainer, um, every time they went around the country to deliver that training. So you're still saving yourself some money, but it's still a, it's a very basic use of 360 training. So that could be like the starter option. And then the the really expensive option could be, okay, it's a um, it's a full blown uh, kind of narrative where we uh, role play different scenarios. And let's say, for example, if the key training is around hazard awareness, you know, we will set up these stunts so that you can actually feel um, and see the effects of what happens if you get this stuff wrong. Uh, so, for example, you know, if you don't notice the fire in the office, you could play out that scenario of what that might look like. Yes, that's going to be very expensive, going to need lots of moving pieces, lots of um, lots of actors involved, lots of kind of planning, lots of like potential scripting. So that would be like the high end option. And then that nice middle option is kind of somewhere in the middle. So maybe you're kind of you're doing a little bit of role playing, but you're only taking like one or two little scenarios you're doing, let's say, chapter one of what might be a, or, or scene one of what might be a 10 scene project that you can build on. And within that, you maybe include three VR headsets so that now they can, you know, train a few people at a time, really get a sense of um, 
whether it's uh, working or not, whether they can implement at scale, because three VR headsets are going to be a lot more difficult to implement than one, but not as difficult as 10 to 20. So all of a sudden, they can test out all these things, which do come with having to roll out um, VR products in a company, you know, from a client's point of view, there is a lot. This is the thing we have to remember when we're going in there guns blazing, like, yes, VR is the best, buy my services. Like, we have to think of it from their point of view. It's an expensive medium. It's an experimental medium. Yes, it can have incredible results, but you've got budget considerations, timeline considerations, uh, implementation and infrastructure Um uh, considerations. And t- from my personal experience, that last one, that is the killer. That's the big one for most companies is that they could have the best experience in the world. But if they haven't properly worked out how they're going to roll it out, who's in charge of the VR headsets, who knows how to use them, who can train the other people in the company how to use those headsets, um, all of these different things, all of these different considerations, um, I've gone on a bit of a tangent and I've lost my trail of thought. But yeah, infrastructure is definitely one of the big ones. So it might be that actually, maybe that's what you kind of suggest to your client. Maybe actually um, the the 360 video itself is quite similar for those three tiers. But maybe the bottom price tier, you just give them the headset and you give them um, a video of you like a YouTube video that they can refer back to of you talking through how to use the headset. I used to do this with clients. I still do. I've got like a manual like for um, uh, kind of companies that are a little bit less tech literate who want to have like a physical manual that goes with the kit so that anyone that picks it up can quickly see very easy steps on how to set it up because this is the stuff we take for granted is that it's not like a smartphone where everyone kind of knows how to use that and could easily navigate that um, or a website you know google or whatever that everyone knows how to use Um, we take for granted the fact that actually the biggest barrier for clients in general or people that have never used vr before is the fact that they don't actually know how to use a vr headset so maybe your tiered offering is actually the 360 video is fairly similar. Um, but actually the different offering is like, okay, so step one, you could have one VR headset um, and I will provide a YouTube video of me showing you how to do it. Step two, could uh, uh, tier two could be, um, it will include three, I think someone might be at my door. Are they? No. Um Step two could be, uh, you know, you include three VR headsets preloaded uh, with the experience, which obviously you would do on all of them anyway, but maybe you emphasize that in the second tier. Um, it will come with a support package that um, you will check in with them uh, or you will do a live training with them. Again, I used to do this. So I did kind of once I did the 360 project, I would then charge separately to come in person to train the staff on how to use the VR headset. Um, and then maybe a, a kind of a third option, a more expensive tier is to be on um, on call for the first month or something, or maybe offering 
you know, a certain amount of support per month, or maybe like you do two in-person training sessions or something that would help them roll out and understand how VR would fit into their infrastructure. Because it's not as simple as, oh, VR training is incredible. Look at all these results that it can get for your company. Um, Oh, but the fact is that if you just shipped out a VR headset to someone, they would probably get so frustrated and tied up in knots over the fact that it's such a complicated, weird, alien process of even getting to the point where they could even open the app or the video on the headset that they'd probably be in such a state that they just wouldn't bother. And actually, that's the biggest challenge for us. So factoring that into your tiered response, um, your tiered pitching is so valuable. And again, coming back to the idea of the um, the sales psychology of like people generally go for a middle package. People like to sit in the middle. Not to say that there aren't some people that would go for the lowest end because that would be, you know, the um, most cautious way to approach this. Or not to say, I've, I've definitely worked with some clients that have gone, do you know what, we've done nothing in VR before, but now we want to just completely go all in on this because we really want to give it a chance of working. So we're going to throw, you know, six figures at this and it's going to be over a year that we build this experience, make it what we want it to be, but then also roll it out across 10 different sites over the UK. Um, and we will have this infrastructure in place for people to learn how to do it. But this is going to take a year and we appreciate that we might have just wasted that money. Um, But we want to try and we want to go all in. So you're going to have clients that are all over the place. But this gives you the best option of landing work. Because if you just go back to someone and say, okay, based on our conversation, you need 360 training. It costs £10,000. Chances are you're going to instantly get rid of, you know, a good percentage of people that might have... Um, wanted to try with you or might have wanted to do something but weren't quite ready to commit that kind of money. Whereas if you go back and say, listen, you know, it was great talking to you. I think I really understand like what you're looking for. Repeat back to them their problem. This is the problem that you've outlined. Um, and I think this is why VR can solve this. Based on our conversations, I've come up with three packages that I think would be of interest. Um, you know, step one is the basics, step two is like the medium and step three is the advanced. These are the different costs associated with those. Super happy to discuss um, going forward. But I personally think for you, maybe, you know, tier two is the best. It would give us the best chance, but totally up to you. Totally, you know, these are the benefits of the lower cost one. These are the benefits of the high cost one. Um, let's have another conversation. And even that, even the fact that you're showing an understanding for how business works on the other side, even the fact that you're showing that you have the initiative to say, I understand that there are challenges and barriers in your company to invest in this. And I'm basically going to try and make this as easy as possible for you to say yes, because it might be that there are factors out of your control that means that you don't have £10,000 to spend on this. Maybe you've got two and this is what we could do for that. And also make sure that, yeah, you position it so that it's like, let me know what you think of these and we can always have a discussion because it might be that they say, actually, based on our conversation, um, 
we're really, really interested. But even that starter packet feels like a bit scary. Why don't we do like, you know, and then you could be like, well, okay, why don't we have a one-off consultation demonstration day with all of your key leadership team where I come in with a few VR headsets and I basically, because that's the thing, the chances are, especially in a company that has enough money to invest in something like VR training, 360 photos and tours would be a little bit different because it's a little bit cheaper um, and it can be a little bit potentially easier to sell into companies. But something, as soon as you start going slightly bigger, um, there are going to be way more people's decision um, making that comes into play, not just the person you're speaking to. So it might be, I've definitely, again, I've definitely done this before. I've definitely charged, or sometimes I've not charged for it because I see it as like, this is a really good client and actually I will do the demo day for free, even if it means I have to pay money to rent the headsets to go and show 15 of their leadership team. In fact, once, um, actually I've done this twice now, but um, I've stopped doing it just purely because I've stopped work, I've stopped kind of doing as much outreach. But I would, the initial time that I would go to a senior leadership meeting to pitch the kind of VR stuff, I would take Google Cardboards with the Cats Not Peas logo on and I would just give them out for free. Um, and I would tell them, you know, especially like if they had kids, like, oh, download these apps, like the Google Expedition app, like, you know, go away, have fun. Like, obviously, these are very like entry level VR headsets, but they're super fun to give you an idea of like, you know, what can be done. And I'm sure your kids will love it. And you might love it as well, like not to be ageist. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's a really great way to build goodwill. Again, that for me, I'm like sinking what, maybe like 200 quid into Google Cardboard's um, for the for the chance of potentially winning six figures worth of work. So that to me made sense. I'm not suggesting that you need to do that. It might be a case of, you know, you're pitching back and forth with your client. Like maybe you go in and do like a, like a, just a one hour like meeting where you do show them some VR, especially, especially if you are pitching VR related stuff rather than 360 uh, for mobile or desktop. Definitely, you definitely want to be able to kind of show them VR. And I'm not sure how that would work in a COVID world, but definitely try and find a way because obviously VR is one of those things where it kind of sells itself. When someone puts on a headset and has a really great experience, they're in, like they're bought in. So find a way to do that. Um, But yeah, potentially if they're like, oh, you know, we can't part with three grand even to do the basic tier. Maybe you say, okay, well, how about I come in and I, you know, do um, a half day demo day with you guys and we watch a few different kinds of experiences and you don't even necessarily have to show them your own work show them other things show them the potential of this medium get them excited about it um and you you charge like a one-off um half day rate for that um if you want to or if you can afford it you know and you think that they would be a really good client ongoing you could do lots of different you know there's more than just that one-off job potential with them maybe you would do that for free um, so yeah, I've gone off piste a little bit, but those are my thoughts. Really, the next time you're pitching a client, go in there with three different options. Just see what happens. And all of this is trial and error, you know, and you might have clients that know exactly what they want and they will just, um, you know, they will just be like, no, I know exactly what I want. I want a, a virtual tour. I want it to, you know, this is the money I've got that's it. You might have very direct clients like that, but then you also might have the majority of people that don't really know what they want or need. They just have a problem that you need to solve. So 
Those are my tips on tearing, <laughs> tearing, tearing, tearing um, your pitch and your proposition for new clients. I hope this helped. Uh, really off the cuff episode, just felt fired up and wanted to get this episode out. Um, let me know what you think. Let me know if this helps you. Again, I really want to hear from you. I want to hear where you are in your journey. What's what's kind of what's the next step for you? I want to hear. So reach out to me on social media, Alex Mates VR on Instagram and Twitter. Like I said, please sign up for the newsletter. I'm going to be sharing so much cool shit over the next um, month or so on there. So don't miss out, alexmatesvr.com. Um, I've not done this kind of shout out before, but I would love it if this has helped. I would love you to share the podcast with someone that you know. I would love you to share it to a Facebook group you're a part of or a WhatsApp thread that you're like a part of. If this has given you any value, any any of the episodes, if any of it has really kind of given you value and you're liking it and you're, you want to see more, um, please, please share it. It would mean the world to me if you take. I know that I'm asking a lot because time is is precious. And it's the most precious thing you have. So I appreciate that I'm asking a lot. But if you have had any value from this, I would it would mean the world if you would share the podcast um, with your networks. Uh, and that's it, really. I'll see you tomorrow for uh, a slightly more um, holistic episode, let's say, talking about one of my favourite subjects. I'm going to leave it on that cliffhanger. <laughs> have a great day wherever you are in the world. And I'll speak to you tomorrow.